You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. Happy Earth Day, Bella Army. Today, we have a very special eco-friendly guest. That is right. We have Lily Cameron, a.k.a. the Wild Minimalist. All right, here we go. Happy Wednesday, Bella Army. I'm Nicole. And I'm Brie, and this is the Bella's Podcast. All right, everyone. I'm about to spill all the tea about the reality shows I was almost on. Ooh, I'm already (laughs) drinking, so let's pop that bottle. 
All right, everyone, in honor of Earth Day, we are opening up with a bottle of the Hidden Sea Wine Rosé. And so I don't know if you all know this, but I'm obsessed with Love Island, specifically the one in UK. You're obsessed. Yeah, Australia is about to have a new season. I'm really excited. But yeah, so I'm super obsessed with it, and I always go and stalk their Instagrams. And it's just this thing that Artem and I do together. And so one of the girls who was on the 2019 season of Love Island UK, she's surfer chick and I was stalking her IG. Is it her wine? No, her name's Lucy. So it's not her wine, but she was promoting it because she's a surfer. So of course she's about the sea and it's really so cool. you had to get some for us to try. Yeah. The Hidden Sea Wine. You know I'd what I like? It's really good. One wine, one mission to remove plastic from the world's oceans. Oh, I love that. Each bottle consumed removes 10 plastic bottles from the ocean. So wow. cheers to that. So this is why we're allowed to drink a lot of vino because we're also helping the oceans. Right, exactly. See, it's nice when like things have a mission because it makes you feel better about what you're doing. I agree. You know, they do rosé, they do Sauvignon Blanc, they do Chardonnay and Shiraz. So Nice. If you want to give yourself a pat on the back and do something good for Earth Day and you feel like a drink, get yourself the hidden sea. Right. <laughs> right. Well, you know, the one thing I love about Earth Day, it's like a lot of holidays. It just kind of reminds you like, OK, in my life, what am I doing to be green? I try to remind myself of this all the time. But Earth Day, I think it really does kind of help you think about all the eco-friendly things you're doing, what you need to do. For me, especially in the past few years, it's become almost like my New Year's resolutions. Right. So Earth Day, I sit and I go, OK, what? Last year, did I say I was going to do different to be more eco-friendly, to have a smaller carbon footprint? And I'll go through that. I'm like, okay, that was a good change, Nicole. But now what can we do even more? And I feel like more than ever, I guess maybe because of the pandemic, I'm really putting myself more in check of like, okay, you've done great this past year, but now what else can we change? Like I brought up to Artem, hey, Artem, I want to start composting because one, he cooks so much and... I was just starting to look in our trash can and I'm like, this is a lot we can compost. And it's funny. I didn't even realize Artem grew up that way. And he's like, well, do you know how it can smell? And I was like, oh, baby boy, we've come a long way. Like they have certain cans and stuff, right, Brie? Yeah, well, and our compost, Brian and I kept ours outside. You know, it was 10 feet away from the house. So it definitely, like, there, there was a smell to it. But did he have his inside or was it close to You know, to a good question. I, I didn't ask. I would assume outside. But it's just funny because when you're a little boy, the things you remember and the smells. Oh, totally. But he's totally like, no, let's do it. So we are going to start composting. That's one of my Earth Day resolutions. Good. Thank you. Brian will be proud. Yeah. I love that. So, yeah, I definitely have a couple resolutions. And I'm so excited that later we're bringing on Lily Cameron from the Wild um, Minimalist because she's helped me with my resolutions. Yeah. But I'm definitely trying to have less plastic in my house. For sure. Um, and her That should be everyone's goal. Yeah. Especially because this past year has been so heavy plastic worldwide. It's giving me anxiety. It gives me anxiety But her too. book is actually really helpful to be more plastic free because it's tough, especially with kids. It's tough. But I think too, I might go back to cloth diapers you know what's weird is Brian and I were talking about this, but here we've been in a pandemic where we're home more, but yet why am I not using cloth diapers where I was so busy with Birdie traveling all the time and I used cloth diapers and I'd bring my travel bag. 
I do the whole shebang. But here I'm home more, and I, I don't know. Like, has COVID two kids, girl? I, think I don't even two think kids, it's two dogs. Well, I'm not saying it's an excuse, but you're like, why? Maybe that's why. You know what maybe. I mean? Maybe. Or did COVID give me a little bit? I hate saying a laziness, but maybe a little. I think all of us for sure. Right? Do you mm-hmm. kind of feel that? I at I times do. I kind of feel like, whoa, I really used to go at it, and also just I've been looking at all my products in my house. I'm like, what can I make at home? What can I kind of like get rid of? One thing Brian and I were actually talking about today is I don't want to have to buy like little pouches, like the baby pouches, but they're nice, right? When you're out and about and just in case. Yeah. So we're trying to like research and see like, how can we kind of make our own or what can we do? So you mean baby food pouches? Yes. Baby food pouches. Well, Artem, we have it dangling from our stroller. It's, you know, when like, Back in the day, people take their lunch to work and they'd have yeah. that one that keeps it hot. You know those things? Yeah, we have one of those. Well, that's what he started doing it. He started taking it. It literally dangles from the stroller. He makes it super warm before we leave, hotter than normal, because then by the time you take it out, it's perfect. And, but does he, do you guys just stop and you just he, give him a spoon? Yeah, he's been taking him to the park and feeding him. Go, so dad. But those are the things that I think you have to change, right? To be go-friendly, I feel like. Not be rushing. Right. Story of my life. We have to breathe. Well, you know what I think is kind of fun fact, Brie, that no one knows? So speaking of Love Island, I don't think I've ever talked about how I auditioned to be the host for Love Island USA. That's how I got hooked on Love Island UK because when I had the audition, I was like, well, I need to get familiar with the show. And they were like, I think it was season three that they said, watch that one first. I want to say it's season three. Artem and I fell in love because this is when Artem and I had started dating. And so I was like, watch the show with me. Well, we got hooked. So it made me really want it. And so when I went for the audition, I got a call back. And then um, I was really bummed because I got the call. I was the runner up. So Ariel Vandenberg, she's the current host of Love Island USA. So she wouldn't have done it or if she would have said no. I would have been the host. Wow. I know, but they weren't ready for this Latina heat, I guess. Wait, did she do it? (laughs) She did, and they've done two seasons. I'm sure they're going to do a third, but could you imagine, like, your girl would have been the host, and I'm obsessed with the show. You know how cool that would have been? That's what I was going to say. You would have been so stoked to be on there. You would have binge-watched yourself. Yeah. Well, (laughs) you know, the host actually doesn't have too much of a strong presence. They do in a way, but they'll even do stuff through text. So these, I say kids because when I hear all their age, I'm like... I mean, they're actually range from like 21 to 30, but they, they keep them on their own. I mean, there's no camera crews. Cameras are just everywhere. Oh, really? It's really just them. I like to say in the wild, but in the house. So let me get this straight. Are they all trying to date each other? Or is someone trying You're to find trying love? To find, you couple up with someone. You're coupled up the whole time. Oh, really? And you share bed from day one. It's a great concept and they kick ass. I mean, it's a franchise and they do amazing. It's very exciting. Wow. See, and I can't so, get into those shows though. Artem and I are obsessed. He's going to no, actually be upset are. at me because he's out dancing for the Velocity Convention and I just binged three episodes without him. You binged three episodes? Yeah. But that's okay. And I'm sure after this, you're going to watch some more? Well, I am really tired. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. Tired of not watching Love Island. Oh my God, are you kidding me? It's almost the finals. I got to see who wins. Even though I didn't tell Artem, but I actually know who won the season 
we're watching because I stalk everyone and Googled. So, oh my gosh, Nicole. I know. You know what I found curious was what? one of them actually follows WWE and he's a boxer. So then I started thinking in my head, like, oh, is he trying to be with WWE? Uh oh. You guys, this is like serious issues. Please tell me I'm not the only one who does this to reality stars. Probably not. I'm sure a lot of people do. I mean, I, mean, I you, definitely Bri. don't. I'm, I'm sure kidding. you do. <laughs> um, it's funny because Brian and I, like, just speaking of love and matchmaking, we watched on Netflix the series called The One. Oh, yeah. And now it's fiction, so it's not a reality show or anything. It's scripted television. But what Brian and I loved about it that's crazy is that they took this concept of where they took everyone's DNA and they were able to find your one true love, like your one, your match. Oh, you were telling me about this. Yeah. That's so crazy. you send in a hair sample. But wait, you guys, she's talking about a scripted show. That's what I said. Oh, well, when you were telling me the story the other day, I'm sitting here like, whoa, what a great new dating show. I can't believe they're doing this. Oh I totally God. thought it was reality based, non-scripted. But I have to say it was really interesting and it's based out of London, but I was like, whoa, like, what if this could be real? Because they took the concept of ants, yeah. how ants, how they work. <laughs> so and, you, Brian. Oh, my gosh. It was pretty unreal. But it was breaking up all these marriages and all this because people would try to, like, see if who they were married to was right. a match. That's true. Well, can I talk about another fact that no one knows? Oh, my gosh. What is this? What okay. is this? So after I lost the job... For Love Island USA, which I was really upset about, but it's okay. <laughs> I got another audition to host X on the Beach. So it's MTV. See, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Of. So I got it. This is was my heaven because I watch a lot of UK reality shows. Yeah. I love it. And Australia. Australian UK, like I watch like yeah, more of their of reality stars than the ones in the US. But so all of a sudden I get another audition and I book the gig. I was so excited. I'm like, I can't believe I'm going to be the new host of X on the Beach. And I'm filming in Queenstown, Australia. And it's going to be known reality stars from the UK and Australia and Americans. They ha they're having them all in one roof. Like, this was my heaven. Yeah. You guys, literally two days before oh, yeah, I was you were leaving. Like packed, everything. You yeah. Had your I'm not going to say names, but I was pulled mainly dealt with the reality show I was on. And I just remember being so upset because I did like a five hour, six hour fitting. I loved my outfits. I was oh, going to be in the snow. Excited. Artem was going to come. Queenstown is ridiculous. And I was just excited for the, I saw the cast members and just to be, I want to really be a host. And I think I'd be a great host actually of a dating show because I couldn't wait to like get in and be like, so tell me how you feel. Oh yeah. Like I just so saw nosy. how, Oh, so nosy. Like I'd want all the details. I would never stir up stuff, but I, I would just be in there to mediate no, you're in good. such a great way. Now let me ask you this. Did that show ever see the light of day? It did. Oh, it did. They actually, um, Romeo's the original oh, host. Okay. So they ended up flying him. Um, I mean, gosh, what an amazing man last minute to go and do that. No, but not I'm not going to lie. I stalked his Instagram. And when I was seeing he was fo posting photos on set where he's at, I. So jealous. So, so jealous because I knew I was going to be there. And I was like so bummed. And now watching more of like Love Island and different stuff. Then I started to know people who were on there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I would have gotten to meet him and seen them have another chance of love. It's OK. It's coming soon for me. I it feel is. It. I feel like. 
I feel like something will come. It would be fun to do the, the, with you, seems, actually, to yeah. tell you the truth. Because you and I, how we play off each other and laugh, it'd be like doing Dear Bellas. Like, we actually should make Dear Bellas a love, sh- a dating love show. Something that was good with you and I is that we have two different views a lot of times. Totally. So, You're strict AF. And so could you imagine a girl asking both of us, to our, I would really want her to go for one. You would tell her to go for another and really, like, Effort up in the head. Yeah. But you would be good as well because then also when they drink and get out of control, you'd be so understanding because we've just seen it. Yeah. On TV everyone, for chill so years. Chill out, chill out. It was the tequila. Um, I'm the one. I think I had the worst one though. Yours was always fun. And then two seasons ago on Bella's when Artem and I got in the fight. I'll never live Nikki that Mode ain't that fun. Nikki Mode is a great effing time. Is it? Yeah, they is just it? don't air that part. Oh, I, they I don't never think so. do. <laughs> angry. Nikki, oh, it is Nikki not. Mode don't even angry. start rumors. I don't have to kill that next week. <laughs> well, I have to say, I think it would be fun to host a show with you. And you know, it's funny because everyone keeps asking us, "When's Total Bellas coming back? When's Total Bellas coming back?" We should be knowing that soon. You know, fingers crossed. Probably fingers in a crossed. Few weeks. Yeah. And um, if not, we actually do have some other fun projects on the table that it's like they never want you to talk about, so we never do. But well, yeah, you can. Yeah, that's, that's the rule. But if they do see the light of day, and I think they'll be really fun. To oh watch. yeah, they'll be great. <laughs> so let's go back to Earth Day real quick. You know what I love about spring? What? And I think it's because now we're in wine country, so we're around nature so much more. But oh. seeing everything bloom. Oh, I thought you were going to say seeing all the animals hump each other because I feel like you talk about that too. Well, you guys, we're literally on a Zoom and I'm doing it by my window. The Zoom, not Artem, because Bree said humping. I'm literally in the meeting on the computer and all of a sudden I look and how this is happening to me. But I'm seeing, what were, they're not mosquitoes. I don't even know. The oh, the big mosquito ones. eaters. The mosquito eaters, they were humping. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm witnessing this. It looks like the Discovery Channel. And I, I couldn't help like but watch. Insects. I was looking I like so close and they weren't even phased. I showed you the pictures. Yeah, it's kind of, it was bizarre. And then I was tripping out at the jackrabbit that was staring at me through the fence, like, get over here. And I took a photo of that. I'm like, you won't stop staring at me. Ew. Oh my gosh. That's the thing about spring too, right? Yeah. Oh, we're going to start seeing all the rabbits. Everything little bunnies blooms and all the boners come out. Oh gosh. Right? Brie. No, I don't think of spring and boners. I'm sorry. Well, this, I spent all morning trying to get this one bee out of my house and I was just like, cause you know, I get nervous about Winston. He's allergic yeah. to bees. Oh, yeah. And Buddy was just laughing the whole time and I'm trying my hardest. Because, you know, I don't want to hurt the bee. And I'm, like, yeah. trying to show him the way, like, the please, light. Please, please. Yeah, I'm, like, this way. Bzz, 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 bzz. Oh, gosh. You <laughs> like, probably were doing that. Trying to speak bee. But I don't think I spoke it really well because he's still somewhere in my house. But I'll find him. Oh. I know. Poor bee. Well, I think we should bring Lily on because it is Earth Day tomorrow. It is Earth Day. And this is, I have to give one more advice that you actually gave me a few days ago because I think sometimes people don't know this. So before we bring Lily on, I just want to say one thing. Don't spray your flowers and your plants in your yards. You're killing the bees and we need the bees. All of a sudden I saw a bunch of dead bees on the ground. I'm like, Brie, was it hot? Why? And then Brie told me, she's like, no, people spray their plants so they don't get weeds. Pick the weeds. I'll get on my knees. To me too, it's more green. Right. Who cares if you have weeds, actually? I love the people who are like, I'm going to 
kill all my plans, but I want everything to look alive. And it's like, well, makes no sense. Yeah. We just got to think of the bees, you guys, and the butterflies, the monarchs. You know, hey, I didn't realize it. So maybe ask and be like, hey, are you guys spraying my plants with something? If they are, don't do it anymore. And I think, too, what's really fascinating, and the minute you start gardening, you realize, is the only way you can eat food is if bees pollinate. So, like, for example, we had in our garden here, um, we didn't have enough bees pollinate our broccoli. We didn't get broccoli. We only got a couple. Yeah. And we're in Arizona. We'd have so many bees and we get crazy amount. Right. But you need bees to pollinate in order to get food. Right. So bees are, we can't have that puzzle piece miss. I know. You know, I wish in school instead of sometimes teaching us things that I don't even remember. I wish they would teach all of us more of this in school of how we take care of the planet so we can make it a better place for not only ourselves, but everyone else. Right. And for future kids that we will be popping out. This is what they need to start teaching. And I hope one day it changes. Like how do we thrive as a world? You know, like tell me that. And pay your taxes and here's bills. Like there's so much that they should teach you in high school. Well, and they might have and I wasn't listening. Who knows? No, trust me. (laughs) I listened and no. In college, it was like a repeat at times. But anyways, we won't get into that. Well, speaking of the bees, I'm going to tell you something that buzzed my way on Instagram with our our guest. Mom joke. If you have a drink, chug. Please. Actually, I thought that was a really cute joke. It was cute. But I think on Instagram nowadays is how we kind of find everyone and everything. And I came across this Instagram called The Wild Minimalist. And um, it's Lily Cameron's. And I was fascinated by everything they're doing and what they're promoting. And Lily Cameron actually just came out with a book called Simply Sustainable. She literally makes going green easy. It doesn't mean we all have to live in the wilderness or you know, sacrifice all this stuff in your life. Literally her steps, they make sense. It's easy, but you're making big moves for the planet. All right, Brie. Well, now you have me super excited to hear from her. So up next, we have Lily Cameron. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh, yeah. And you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we really do. And we actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products 
as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPeat.com. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I'm totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe, bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be a bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one, one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having... A company really care about the ingredients inside it. That's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Twins. 
In celebration of Earth Day tomorrow, I thought it'd be really special to bring on a guest who I actually found on Instagram because I'm always looking for ways to be more eco-friendly, always trying to leave a smaller carbon footprint, and we just need a little help to educate ourselves. So I found this Instagram called The Wild Minimalist, and... Her Instagram has helped me live better and more green. She just came out with a book called Simply Sustainable, and I have to say it gives you all the tips you've been looking for to be more eco-friendly and to live more plastic-free. We are so excited to have on our podcast today, Lily Cameron. Yay! Hello! Hi! Happy early Earth Day. (laughs) Happy early Earth Day. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, thank you so much. Yes, we are so excited. I read your book. I've gone through the whole thing. Not only is it um, really cute, as um, I have it now, like on my coffee coffee table table book. Yeah, it's like (laughs) such cute decor. But also, Brian and I both were saying the tips that you give in your book to me, because I read so many books like this, are finally ones that are like easy to understand and make you read it and go, wait, I just have to make these little adjustments in my household just to live more green, to live more plastic free. So thank you for that. Mm Because I think it's really hard for people when they think, um, wait, being plastic free, you know, being more eco-friendly sounds terrifying. But I just want to say, Thank you, because this book really shows people that you can still live a a really great life, but really help the planet. So that was amazing. Thank you. That means so much. Definitely the message I, you know, I'm trying to spread is that you can make this adaptable for your lifestyle and make it work. You don't have to be perfect and grow your own food or not drive a car. It's so true. You know, I have a question for you, Lily. What was your inspiration to start your IG, The Wild Minimalist? Yeah, so... You know, I think I've always thought of myself as an environmentalist. You know, I've always recycled and I eat a vegetarian diet. And it wasn't really until I learned about the zero waste and plastic free movement. And for anyone who doesn't know, it's really well known for these women who can fit years worth of trash into a single jar, which is like kind of crazy. But I think just seeing that symbol really made me reflect on my own lifestyle And, you know, realized that I was calling myself an environmentalist while stuffing massive bags of garbage into the bin each week. So it really, you know, made me reflect on how much plastic and disposable products I was using at home and inspired this huge change. And I started to share my journey and the progress I was making and the things I was learning on our Instagram account. Which I love. And, you know, I think it's really interesting that you say that because yeah. it's kind of actually what you and I were talking right. about. Mm-hmm. And I was talking with Brian is that Nicole now, too, I have to say even more now with the pandemic, but you get these feelings where you want to be an environmentalist. And I'm like, you, I do certain things that I'm like, well, this helps. But it's the waste that drives me crazy in my home. It's every time I'm taking out my garbage can every week that I'm like, oh my gosh, we need to be better. We need to do more. Right. Especially having a baby with diapers. Oh man, I'm not using cloth diapers, but Artem and I, we said like he has his diaper bin and that is only allowed to be taken out once a week. So we can be mindful of how many diapers we're using and not just change them so much. Right. And we've stuck to that, which has helped. But I'm still, I think, okay, I'm one out of mi- um, millions of people who has a baby right now. And I can't even imagine the diaper waste in the world. Yeah. And 
it's so true because it bumps me out. We did cloth diapers with Birdie, but I'll admit with Buddy, we haven't. We started it and he would not poop in the cloth diapers. Like until we would take it out, he would release. But I told Brian after reading your book, I'm like, Brian, we just got to get back to cloth diapers. With Birdie, it was easy. It was so easy. I have to get back on it. Yeah. So I have a question, Lily. What is your approach to minimalism for us that haven't read your book yet? And I'm definitely going to. I would love to know your approach because Brie was like, Nicole, you have to read this. She makes it easy. Like you're going to love her book. So I'd love for our listeners to know your approach on that. Yeah, I think for me, minimalism is about just living really intentionally and being mindful about what you're bringing into your home. I've always loved shopping and, you know, you get that endorphin rush when you buy something new. But I think now that I've really reduced clutter and, you know, taken on this minimal approach, I really try to take a pause before I have that impulse purchase and think about, you know, do I really want this or am I bored or sad? Um, you know, and what is it made from? What's going to happen to it at the end of its useful life? So I think there's like no wrong way to approach minimalism. It doesn't all have to be like beige and capsule wardrobes. It can be fun and colorful and bright and you could just make it work for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is when we went to the secondhand shop and got those clothes, Nicole and I were saying we actually felt the prettiest. And we felt like, wow, back in the day, they did know how to work with curve. Like it made our bodies feel really good. And so we're trying to be more mindful of like going to secondhand stores, getting clothes that we can go get tailored. But it is interesting when you say like to take that pause, because I think if I would take more pauses, even when I'm on Amazon and thinking I need certain things, like I need, I really don't. Amazon gets me because it's too easy. It's too easy. You just click, click, click. It's so true. Like something though that I feel like that's helped me be more sustainable lately is that if there's things I need or something that I want and I know I'm going to get it, I try to think of it now as eco-friendly. Like I've driven the same car since 2012 and I'm like really proud of that. But I've realized that it's time to get a new car and how much I wanted the G-Wagon. I was like, I'm going to go with the Rivian because it's it's being eco-friendly and this is like little ways. Actually, that's a grand way. Yeah, big yeah. way that I could help the environment because no matter what, I'm getting that new car in 2022. So I might as well make it electric and better for the environment. And I want people like I'm bougie. Everyone knows me as the bougie Bella. I love the glamorous life. I love G6s and caviar and champagne. But like enjoying that lifestyle, I'm trying to start to preach to people and not preach because, you know, people don't want that, but how you can make certain changes, right? I agree. That are more sustainable. Anything that I buy now, I'm like, I'm just like you. Where is it from? How was it made? Is it plastic? Like I'm really trying hard with the whole plastic. Yeah. And I think what it is, is baby steps. And I think everyone always thinks they have to make that big leap. And that's why I love your book so much. Because first, like the kitchen, you could go to the chapter in here and go to the kitchen and how you set it up and how you explain it. And you could just start there. And then you actually realize how much you like the look, how easy it is, how neat and clean. And then guess what? Move to the bathroom. Yeah. And then you just go to the bathroom section. And I think that's what so many people fail to realize when they think about eco-friendly 
is um, baby steps are actually huge steps for the planet. Yeah. And just start room by room. So Lily, what would you say would be your most impactful change that you've done in your life? I think just really confronting how much waste I was creating was really, is really a great place to start. I think, you know, as Americans, we throw things away and then it gets taken away each week and we don't have to think about it. It's out of sight, out of mind. So I think the first part was just, you know, actually doing a trash audit in my home and seeing what am I throwing away? Where am I creating the most waste? What are the patterns? Um, Most people are going to find out that most trash comes from the kitchen and food packaging. So I think that really gave me a good template to prioritize my efforts. And like, I love that you talked about the kitchen chapter because I think that's such a great place to start. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the one that actually hit me the most. I actually have it um, saved. Just right here. This is going to be my refrigerator soon. Brian and I both said. It looks good. That's what it's going to look like. I mean, that was definitely for a photo shoot. So I have to admit that like my refrigerator does not look that way all the time. (laughs) Do you know if Nicole and I lived together, our fridge would look like this every day? I mean, so my closet's color coordinated and my fridge has to be just coordinated a certain way and labels out. But then with kids and husbands, it gets a little messy. It gets a little messy. (laughs) That's true. They always undo that work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in terms of how much waste I create, it's definitely a lot more during the pandemic. It's just so tough to avoid plastic packaging. The bulk food aisles at stores are closed. So I'm buying a lot more packaged foods. Usually I was, you know, probably throwing away maybe a jar's worth of trash each week. Now it's like a bit more um, during the pandemic. So I think that's just a really good reminder that this lifestyle has to be adaptable because life is so messy and unpredictable. Right. Totally. And I think for some people that they don't understand that waste, it doesn't mean your recycle bin because your recycle bin can have stuff. Because sometimes I feel like people don't realize that there's a difference that you can still throw a lot of recycles away within the week, but the waste part that can't be recyclable is what we need to try to make less of. But also what they say with recycling as well is not everything gets recycled, right? Isn't it like something crazy, like only 10% of really what you put in your recycling bins getting recycled? Well, you're touching on like a really important thing, which is wish cycling. So I think you know, even if we want to do the right thing with recycling, a lot of us are trying to recycle things that can't actually be recycled. And the issue is that, you know, one in four items in the recycling bin don't belong. And that leads to recycling contamination. So you can actually send an entire truckload of recyclables to the landfill because, you know, you didn't clean out your containers properly, or you tried to recycle too many of the wrong material. Like pizza boxes. I read this thing like pizza boxes can't be recycled, but yet everyone throws them in their bins. That's so crazy. Because of all the grease. Yeah. And then you're ruining a whole thing of Well, there's always cheese stuck on it and all that. It's not like you can recycle the cheese. I feel like a lot of people do that. Yeah. You know, I have to tell you, because when we were talking about the pandemic and the extra plastic, does it not hurt your soul going everywhere and it's all this plastic Everywhere. Everywhere. It almost like makes me shake now. And and I get it, right? Everyone's trying to be safe. But like when I'm going into the bank, I'm going to the grocery store 
I was just at the nursery getting plants because I'm putting together the salsa garden. And like I'm checking out and there's this big thing of plastic in my face. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And how many people do you see like go to the left or the right of the plastic because they can't hear with the mask on? The thing is, is I had to hand them all my stuff to the side where we're this close. And then I had to step in front of the plastic to slide my credit card. But I was like, this does nothing except causing more waste. But isn't that freaking you out a little bit? It's definitely tough. It's easy to feel like this movement has taken a giant step backwards because of all the plastic that's being used right now and everyone's so scared. And I do like totally get it. People are worried about their health and wanting to protect their families. So I really just try to remind myself that this is hopefully temporary. I think we're getting there to a place where people are going to feel more confident and we're going to reduce plastic again. Yeah, me too. My daughter builds these magnificent things with her magnets. And I keep thinking to myself, we should just make a really big plastic building, collect all those plastics like in the world. Because, you know, it's all it's a global pandemic. This is everywhere. And we can make a big plastic building. Well, I just keep hoping for like fairy dust or something that we could just sprinkle on it and it just vanishes. Well, that would be the dream. (laughs) I mean, how far we are in technology. I just don't understand how we can't find a way to get rid of plastic, to melt it, to use it, to recycle it in some type of way. I mean, we are with clothing, but I just... How have we not figured that out? And hopefully we will in the future. In honor of Earth Day, are there any brands or products that you would like to shout out that are eco-friendly or that you want our listeners to be like, hey, check them out, use them? Yeah. You know, I love Marley's Monsters. They're based in Oregon. They create a lot of reusable cloth products like unpapered towels facial rounds that you can use to remove your makeup or apply toner. I use that daily. I also really like silicone stasher bags. They're based in the Bay Area. They're really great replacement for uh, plastic sandwich bags. I use them to save veggie scraps to, you know, make vegetable stock. And I also really like reusable beeswax wraps. They're based in Vermont. And it's really cool. They smell like honey, which you you like the smell of honey. These mm-hmm. are for you. You can use them to kind of mold the wrap around your item and it replaces cling wrap. Oh, my I actually, gosh. So wow. I use that all the time. But I get all my products off your website. So wildminimalist.com. And, you know, Brian, so, gosh, I don't know if I did it for a Father's Day gift or his birthday gift. Years ago, I got the travel containers. You had like a a cute little pack where it was like the tin ones and then it was the wooden like fork and spoon and almost like a picnic napkin looking thing. Yeah, like kind of a a food kit. Yes, a food kit. Okay, cool. Yeah, and before the pandemic, you could take those into Whole Foods. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, But right now, Brian said they're actually back allowing it, but Brian would just always fill those up and he still takes it on the road to this day. We always use the beeswax. I'm obsessed. And then we got the sandwich sack ones. Yeah. Yeah. And so it is pretty amazing. And every time I use them, you just feel so good. You do. Yeah. And you want to feel good. This is how it should feel. Like when we're preparing food, using food or using things. Yeah. You want to feel this good. Well, you know, I feel like 
in the past few months, I've gotten a lot better about my waste. And it's because here in Napa Valley, they give you a very small trash can. Yes. And you have to pay for a normal size. But because they try to make you mindful of your waste every week. And so it's been the first time that I have forced myself to really be mindful of it because I don't want to just pay for the bigger one. I'm like, no, I can fill up this bin a week, hopefully less. And right. we've gotten good at it, which is so great. And every time we shop, we now think about it. So maybe people, we just need to start giving everyone in the world smaller trash cans. I agree. Because it's just like, you know what I mean? It's like when they say when you wear bigger clothes, you're just going to eventually like, well, I'm covering up stuff, right? Right. Or Mm. however they say, you know, the mind works in certain ways. I actually agree with that. It ends up being like your vision board. You look at that small trash can. That's what made me think about the diapers because the diapers were taking half the can. So I was like, no, we're, we're doing diapers once a week. That's it. We and are I not have to doing say, more. if you can do it, Nicole, anyone can do it. You know, she never gives me credit. You're, no, but I mean, the environmentalist. Exactly. exactly. We more of those. We right? do. My sister, I have to say, like, I've been really impressed this pandemic. She's made kind of a 160 in this world. Yeah. I have seen her become more mindful. She was someone who was obsessed with designers everything now she's like wait if an animal died for it i don't think so because i've always been i won't buy animal products so but i'm been blown away with everything she's been doing yeah you know what it was is i needed to be forced to take a pause because i'm such a hustler i'm on the go even when i had free time i would be popping bottles down the street somewhere like i just lived life to the fullest in the fast lane But I was forced to take a pause. And I think when you all of a sudden just see all of your clothes and your purses and all of that stuff just sit for a year, I'm like, why do I have all this stuff? Like, why do I care? Now I'm at the point, like, I don't even care. Like, if anything, I look at all the high hills I have and all this stuff and it gives me anxiety. And I'm like, well, and I I just can't believe I wasn't mindful of it before, but Maybe me and millions of others needed this pandemic to really like step back and be like, wow, 100%. And I feel like I've seen more celebrities recycle red carpet clothing and kind of just make that stand. I feel like the pandemic did that to me. Like, wait, why am I like buying new all the time? But I just want to say real quickly, too, that I loved about your book is that you gave places where people can donate stuff. Because did you know, like she put in here where you can donate bras? Did you even know you could do that? Because I would just throw them away. I'd throw them away. Yeah. And then also, you made it really easy for people to understand composting, what you can compost, how you can do it. Love that. And I loved, I think this is the first time I've seen it. I feel like I own every eco-friendly book. All the questions to ask yourself before you know purchasing, before getting rid of something, all of that. And so I have to say, this has probably been, and I'm not just saying this because we're Zoomed face-to-face, this has probably been my most favorite book on how to just become more mm, simple yeah. and to become more green. So this was amazing, Lily. Thank you so much. That means so much because I really wanted to make this resource that was super approachable for people and, you know, for it to not feel so overwhelming and like you had to be the perfect environmentalist. So, I mean, that means so much. Yeah, I love that. And one last thing, what can our listeners take away? What's like one important thing that you want to tell them or something they can do when this episode ends that they can take with them? Yeah, I think the important thing is just 
to, you know, start small, take those gradual intentional steps to reduce waste and be mindful about what you're bringing into your home. I think the important thing for this movement is that we don't have a handful of people being perfect. We need a lot of people doing this imperfectly. So anyone can do it. You just have to start. Oh, I love oh, that. I love that. That's awesome. Well, happy Earth Day. Yes. Happy Earth Day, Lily. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. <laughs> happy Earth Day. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Warning. Things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut in, <laughs> in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Welcome back to our segment, Dear Bellas, where we give Bella-style advice to our listeners. Because who needs Abby when you have two Bellas? That is right, Brie. And here's today's question. Hi, Bellas. I just wanted to say, first of all, that I love your podcast. I've learned so much from both of you. You both are such an inspiration. But my question for you today is, how do you guys handle business together? And I guess, respect each other's opinions and boundaries regarding your businesses. I just started a business with my best friend. We've been best friends for many, many years. And I just find it a little bit difficult to compromise sometimes. I guess was the easiest way to have a business with your best friends, even though you're sisters, but your best friend. Thank you so much. Love you. That 
is a great question. And, you know, I think the first word that came up and you said it was compromise when you're in business with your best friends, family, but I feel like especially friends, I mean, family too, but there's an unconditional love, right? Yeah. And we can tell each other off and then we're fine. Yeah. We're friends. It's hard. Yes. Friends. It's different, but compromise is definitely the first. And it seems like you're already in business with this friend. So I think it's just going into every situation. And what I've always been taught is handling it with grace and not saying your point of view and using the word, but because then you're already, whatever you just said, it, it took it away. So that was something that I learned that's helped me. I always use and like Brie, I really love what you thought. And this is what I really love too, because if I was to go, Brie, I really loved what you thought, but I really like what I thought. It's already going to make, yeah, rude. Like it you comes really off don't, rude and I really don't yeah, care. care. And it just doesn't make it great for business partners. And everything you do, you just have to know that there's another opinion that you decide to join a business with. So you have to be open to it, listen right. to it and compromise with it. And something else. So I'll give you an example with Nicole and Breezy. So forever I'm like, I want to make everything eco-friendly. I want to make this a more green brand. So all the partners, our two other partners and Nicole, all kind of let me run wild with the pouches. Our pouches are made from aluminum. They're great. Three of our bottles in one bag. And so we did it and I was like, they're going to sell out. We're going to do big things. And, you know, everyone allowed me to have this one thing that meant dear to my heart. And they aren't our best seller. (laughs) They're actually (laughs) way low on the list. But they gave me that and not everyone kind of saw the vision I saw. And I think because they knew that it wouldn't sell the way I thought it would sell because that's how I buy things. But they all gave it to me. So there was a compromise and it means a lot to me. And even though it might be on the low list of what sells the best at Nicole and Breezy, the fact that I still see it on the list still makes me happy. And the fact that they gave me that, it made me want to work just harder for my partners because they allowed that. Yes. And you know, what I feel is so important when it comes to business. And if you're going to have partners, whether they're best friends, family members, or just investors or coworkers from a company that you decide to start your own, write down your vision before you guys sign your contracts and have that vision in the contract. Hey, this is the company we're creating and this is the motto. This is the vision. This is what it represents and put in as much detail as possible. So when conflict comes up, you go back to that paper of like, Hey, this is what we all decided we were creating and this is where a signature is. So if it's ever not that you go back to that, right? There's no argument. And That's something that like I haven't fully done in the past and I do now because now when it comes to any conflict, we go back to where we have our original signatures. Like, hey guys, that wasn't the plan. This is the plan. And it saves you from so much turmoil and even anxiety and stress and just nothing's worse than when you have that stress of like, oh, I'm in this company and I'm so upset and I wish I wasn't in it, but I have to see it through. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. Because I'm someone who I never really let my visions be heard in the beginning. And then it was a fight to try to then have myself be heard like right right in the game. But it was my fault, which then kind of put everyone else in a weird 
situation and position. So I definitely agree with that. And, you know, it's really interesting because you being with your friend in business, the one thing you both have to tell each other is that you respect each other when you use your voice. Because sometimes right. I think as people pleasers, we sometimes don't want to say our voice because we don't want to hurt our friend's feelings. Or we don't want to get in a fight. Right. But Or an argument. But in say. business, you have to be able to speak you and do. use your voice if you want to grow and if you want to do big things. It was hard for me to do it. And then finally when I did, I realized... People start respecting me more. Respecting and you feel good. You feel good. I mean, it, you, you go feel to sleep like you at know night. that feeling mm-hmm. when you pop a bottle of champagne and you hear the pop, you see the cork fly, you see all the champagne just pour out. It's like that feeling is how I feel when I like use my voice. I walk away. Me like too. the fact that I stuck up for myself or I said how I was feeling. Yeah. So. Well, and how many times do you walk away too from your friends and you're like, I'm so happy you were honest with me. I mean, so much. You love, you appreciate it. You know, honesty always makes things better. Sometimes it can be harder, but in the end, it makes everything better. My husband always said, you can never get in trouble with telling the truth. It's true. Anyways, we hope you have a very successful business with your best friend and that you guys have just an amazing future ahead and nothing but love. Yes. And if you want a chance to hear from us, give us a call at 833-Q-Bellas. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes, thank you. And thank you so much, Lily, for coming on and just inspiring all of us to be more green. Yes, and I hope everyone has an amazing Earth Day. And make sure to tweet us your questions for Bell Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's Podcast. And call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. Please show us some love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. And we have an Instagram exclusively dedicated to the Bella's Podcast podcast so make sure to follow us at the bellas podcast until next week remember to stay fearless and you'll always go brie mode if you drink along with us see See you you next wednesday Wednesday. and as birdie likes to say bye-bye Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.